Glad to have you back. Hey, uh, I want to remind you that uh, we got some good people that bring you the program each and every day. And our friends at Cunis RV are one of those friends. Good people down there at Cunis RV. And uh, they have, as we're going to get a little warmer today, I can see the uh, snow melting as we speak uh, off of the uh, the Tiki Hut outside. And uh, it was it's been dripping since early this morning, and I love it. Although we might get a little more uh, snow later in the week, but um, I'm glad we're going to start thinking about summer. And as we do, you want to get out, you want to enjoy yourself, maybe a motorhome, a fifth wheel, a camper van, travel trailer, Cunis RV. They got you covered. The best selling RV and camper brands. And they have dealerships and they continue to grow throughout the state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders. Stop into any one of their many Cunis locations right now and take advantage of the summer deals that are coming up. And the APR financing, that's good. They've got consignment, trade-ins, you name it. They've got it. They're the fastest-growing RV and camper destination right here in our own backyard. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. There you go. So here we go. Think of this. Blair, how you doing? Watching from Final Life. Good stuff. Um, as of... 3 o'clock Eastern time next Wednesday, the Packers have to comply with the new salary cap. According to SportTrack, they are nearly $30 million over the limit. Uh, they're going to franchise tag Devontae, you would assume that, which would put them close to $46 million over the limit. Then you add in Rodgers' cap number of $46 million which would put them at a whopping, say it with me, $92 million over. Okay, that's worst-case scenario right there, right? So by next Wednesday, the Packers need to either dump all of Rodgers' $26.47 million salary by trading him or drop his cap number dramatically by having him sign a contract extension. And that gives Rodgers right now a lot of power over this whole thing, okay? Rodgers could, in theory, tell the Packers he's willing to stay, but he doesn't want to sign a new contract, that he'll honor the contract that he signed. This would then force the Packers to figure out how to comply with the cap. With one player, remember, counting more than 22% of the team's total cap. Think about this. If Rodgers, say he was just that, still that seething mad at the Packers organization. Think of this for a second. Okay. Uh-oh. Bill, oh, Ben, this, what do we got? This breaking news sounder sucks. I need to find a different one. Um, yes. Pat McAfee just tweeted, breaking, according to my sources, Aaron Rodgers will officially be returning to the Green Bay Packers. There is no deal in place currently. But there is said to be a cap-friendly deal on the way. Retirement was a real consideration, and in the end, he is back with the pack. Well, there you go. There you go. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, according to Pat McAfee, is coming back to the Packers. And Ian Rappaport just tweets the Packers and Aaron Rodgers have agreed to terms on a four-year, $200 million deal. That makes him the highest-paid player in NFL history. He gets $153 million guaranteed, and his cap number goes down. There you go. 
There you go. So that's what everybody's been waiting. Today was the day, people. Today was the day we've been waiting for, and finally it happened. Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Green Bay Packers. And uh, can we can we now just say, yep, saw this coming. I think we kind of knew this was going to happen, but um, saw it coming. So, which is good. Good news. That's fantastic. Finally. Finally, Rodgers is back. Now they can move. And he had to make a decision. We know that. He had to. Because there was just two. And again, going through this whole deal, you, you kind of knew this was coming because if he was going to come back and bring Devontae back and all that kind of stuff, and you had to work a deal out today. Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Green Bay Packers. It's done. Rodgers returning. So how you heard it here. Very here nice go. for him to do it as soon as we got back from break. I know, really right? I appreciate that. Glad that didn't happen when uh, when we were at, at commercial break. But at least Pat McAfee got to make the announcement, which is what Rodgers had promised, at least according to many, that he indeed was going to come back and, and make the announcement via the Pat McAfee show. And he did. Kudos to him. So good stuff. Now we can all breathe easy. The drama is a... And by the way, I'm sitting here with ESPN on right now. Scooped him. Scooped him. No crawl. No breaking news. No nothing. Nothing like that. I'm sure there's probably going to be something coming up here in about 30 seconds. But got him. Feel good about that. How about that categorically untrue $50 million number, which seemed to be exactly true? Yeah, the uh, $50 million, by the way. Can we now say, told you so? Can I do that? Am I okay if I say that? I think you're allowed to do that. I, 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 I'm going to enjoy that, but, you know. Yep, $50 million bucks. There you go. How about that? Ha! Thank you very much. 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We're going to step away after that. Aaron Rodgers coming back. Yep, comes out to about $50 million a year. Go figure. Huh? Huh? More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Two of the Bill Michaels Show, and we are glad to have you on this day. Timing is everything, they say, in this world. Only uh, about 20 minutes ago, uh, the announcement was made on the Pat McAfee uh, Twitter feed that Aaron Rodgers is indeed coming back. Now, we don't know the final numbers. Ian Rappaport reporting four years, $200 million, $153 million guaranteed. Uh, I heard it was only going to count about $20 million against the cap. So we should see what exactly it uh, what exactly it holds. But joining us now, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larravee. So Wayne, uh, it doesn't matter what the money comes down to. The bottom line is the best chance to win in Green Bay is now coming back, right? <laughs> well, I guess you could say that. A lot of people do. So what is the now? Now the next domino to fall, you would figure to be bringing Devontae back and trying to keep the band back together, right? Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, that, that would be the, the key piece there. Um, 
You know, it's interesting. The Packers have a lot of players now with Rodgers and, uh, you know, soon to be Devontae Adams and um, David Bakhtiari and, and a lot of guys that are, you know, at top rate for the positions they play. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how they put all this together under the cap. And that's the most interesting aspect of it. But I think the big news on this Rodgers contract isn't so much the length of it. It is the guaranteed money allegedly in this contract at 153 million it's a lot of guaranteed money so um you know they may have broken the mold a little bit on this one uh you're right and when you talk about the uh, amount of guaranteed money and and this making aaron Rodgers uh, the highest paid player something that now again pat mcafee saying none of this is true he said that he is coming back but uh, the amount is not true so we'll have to wait and see what the the bottom line is but I'm hearing it's only going to count about $20 million against the cap. That's going to free up $26 million. That's kind of Devontae Adams' type of money. What else, then, do you think happens? I mean, there's some other players that this team would like to have. Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas. Those guys were real contributors this year for this team. Yeah, and, um, you know, there will be some cap casualties. There have to be. But uh, a lot of this will also be pushing money into the future, Bill. And I, I think what they're looking at, you know, you've got the cap at, um, 208.2 million for this year, uh, but it is expected to when the new TV contracts take effect into next year, where you could see a, a jump of maybe 20 to 25 million, I'm told, and that could be the case for two or three years in a row. And so, uh, I think what teams are looking at is this: you know, maybe this is the kind of climate whereby you can um, push more into the future and not get hit as bad as you would in a normal cap situation where it might only go up 5 or $10 million a year. So uh, the way the season ended, you and I really haven't talked much since uh, the season ended, and it was such a golden opportunity that kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, take us back to that night where I think a lot of us were just thinking this is surreal, like this just couldn't have happened. This was we, – and Brian Gutekinds had even said he felt this was the team. Give me your thoughts and feelings about the team going into that game and then coming out of that game. Um, well, I, I thought they were as good as anybody. Um, I, you know, and understand something. The Packers last year were not as good as Matt's second team, the 2020 team. Okay, I understand that team was probably a better team. But you have to understand that last year there was no one of the top ten teams in the league head and shoulders above anybody else. And, in fact, when it came right down to it, the Packers, the two teams were in the Super Bowl, the Packers beat them both. So, you know, there was nobody head and shoulders. So I agree with Brian Gutekunst. You know, he felt that team last year had the best chance maybe of getting it done since 2010. Um, But there have been a lot of teams. I mean, 2011 had a great talent on that team. 2014, after they moved play to inside linebacker, became good enough defensively to win a Super Bowl and and probably should have and could have. Um, Then you go to... Um, you know, Matt's second team, 2020, which I thought was a terrific team with a great offensive line, that type of thing. See, the difference between uh, 2021 and 2022, uh, you know, or 2020 and 2021, I've got my years mixed up here. The difference between those teams, Bill, was the injury factor. Uh, they had big injuries to key personnel. Uh, Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander go on down the line. There were a number of injuries. Uh, they had to mix and match on that offensive line. They got Rasul Douglas off the scrap heap, and he became an all-pro at cornerback. That certainly took care of the loss of Alexander. But nonetheless, that team in 2020 was probably um, 
uh, a, a team that, that had the best chance of getting it done and couldn't get by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they've had some opportunities, and Aaron Rodgers has been quarterbacking those teams. But the most disappointing aspect, um, you understand in the playoffs, you're going to hit a, 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 a patch where your offense can't do it, okay? San Francisco kind of handcuffed the Green Bay offense that night. But your defense and your special teams have to be good enough on that week in the playoffs to get it done because there's no doubt the Packers would have come back the following week, would have played the Rams. Rodgers would have been back to himself. I don't think there's any doubt about that in my mind. But along the way, in the playoffs, you're going to hit a speed bump. Are you good enough to survive that speed bump? And special teams to lose the game on those plays, um, you know, and I understand what people are saying, well, Aaron didn't make any plays in the second half and that type of thing. I get that. But the defense was outstanding, and, um, you know, the special teams, that was the factor. You don't, get, you don't get the field goal blocked. You don't get the punt blocked. You win the ball game, bottom line. Mm-hmm. I, no, I completely agree with you. And I said, look, you can have one area of that team maybe not perform well. Had the offense not performed up to par and the special teams were adequate and just did what they normally do, then they still walk away with a win, in my opinion. But you yep. can't have two areas of your team fail and then expect to win a ball game. And I, I 100% agree with that. Um, looking at Aaron now coming back, we know the next uh, domino to fall you would expect to be Devontae Adams. The franchise tag probably going to be placed upon him and then they'll work towards a long-term deal. But what about the other cast of characters when it comes to wideouts? When it, because you see in the Super Bowl, you know, you had Cooper Cup and OBJ and Ferguson Company, and then Cincinnati had a couple of different uh, wide receivers, including Jamar Chase. They, they had multiple weapons for those quarterbacks to throw to. I, I really believe you need a good another guy for Aaron Rodgers uh, alongside Devontae Adams. I, am, am I wrong in that, or do you look at Marquez Valdez-Scantling and say, well, no, that's the guy? Uh, no, I, I don't look at that at all. Um, it, it, you know, I, I think Alan Lazard has a chance to be a guy. Uh, MVS has great ability. Bill, the ceiling is really high on MVS. But, um, you know, there have been issues over the course of his career, first with drops and then uh, with injuries this past year where he wasn't able to reach that ceiling. So at this stage of the game, I mean, what do you do with MBS? If somebody pays him a big contract, I think you, you kind of have to bite the bullet there and let him go. Um, mm-hmm. Alan Lazard's a good maybe, you know, you could argue he could be a number two receiver, probably a real good number three. Um, who's your number two guy? And the other factor is this. When the chips are down and the game is on the line and you're in the middle of the playoff run, who's Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Who did he right, throw okay. to on the goal line in the NFC championship game on that third down play when he was scrambling to his right? He threw to Devontae, a receiver, yeah. his, the only receiver he had any real confidence in, and that guy was double covered and there was no chance of that pass being made. Fourth quarter against San Francisco. Packers have a chance. Lazard's wide open, 20 yards downfield. He throws the deep post for Devontae Adams, and he was double covered. But Lazard was left wide open. And it's almost like the the opposing defense coordinators know, hey, when the chips uh, are down and Rodgers has been knocked around a little bit during the game, uh, he's going to do what most quarterbacks at that age do. He's going to go to the one guy he absolutely believes in, whether that guy is covered or not. With Brett Favre in 2007 against the Giants, he was throwing to Donald Driver when he was intercepted in overtime. Greg Jennings and probably four other guys were wide open. No chance that pass could have been completed to Donald Driver, and yet he threw the ball there. 
that's the way it is. It, and I hate to say that, but that's kind of the way it breaks down, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, getting another receiver that he really um, has confidence in, and that takes time, but I think that's really important. There's no doubt about that. Looking at uh, defensively speaking, we mentioned Devondre Campbell, and, and I, I really, uh, the fact that he kept saying, I'm finally allowed to play the way I want to play. I'm free. I can, you know, he excelled in this defense. Uh, it's going to cost him a lot of money to bring him back. Uh, do you think they have a, the ability to bring back Devondre Campbell? And, and maybe they, I mean, obviously they really liked what they had in the secondary. And, and, and you know, you still have Kevin King if you want to bring him back. But you look at Jair Alexander, who they can bring back. They got Rasul Douglas. You'd like to keep him around. You, you've got other guys back there that you can kind of hang on to. So do they, do they make a play for some of these other guys to still try to get enough money under the cap to keep them here? Well, you're going to do Jair's contract. That's obviously they're they're well on their way to doing that one, from what I've read. Um, you're not going to bring back Zedaria Smith, okay? Um, you you're I, I think your two priorities defensively and in, in free in free agency would be Douglas and Devondre Campbell. Um, you need to keep those two players. Um, you know, now defensive line, uh, you're going to need somebody probably through the draft who can really come mm-hmm. in and. and uh, help bulk things up there. But I think the two free agents defensively, you, you've got to keep it. Just It's just my opinion, looking at it from the outside in. I, I don't know what uh, Brian Gutekunst's thoughts are, but I think they're two key, key guys they want to make sure are back would be Douglas at cornerback and, um, you know, Devondre Campbell at inside linebacker. Now, what are you gonna, what's that going to cost you? Well, you're not going to re-sign Kevin King if you bring on uh, Douglas and his contract. You're not going to re-sign Zadarius Smith. Uh, that's just not going to happen if you do those two moves defensively, plus re, uh, give uh, Jair Alexander a new contract. I think those are going to be your cap casualties right there. Uh, maybe even a Dean Lowry, although I think they'd really like to keep Dean Lowry, and he's he's not that big a, a number. But um, Zedaria Smith is, and I, I think that's where just looking from the outside looking in, um, that's where I would project it would happen. Offensive line, and I know people are talking about, you know, obviously they're going to get uh, David Bakhtiari back, and you're hoping at some point to get Elton Jenkins back. I don't feel bad about the offensive line. There's some talk about whether or not you retain Billy Billy Turner. Lucas Patrick's going to be out there on the market. But they've been pretty good at finding big offensive linemen. You have Josh Myers. You have John Runyon. Uh, you, you've got Josh Nyman, another guy that performed admirably. You feel pretty good about the offensive line? I do. If Bakhtiari and Jenkins come back, I feel real good about the offensive line. Um, you know, uh, Billy Turner was solid at the right tackle position. Um, you know, I, I think if they're healthy, Bill, there is still a very good offensive line. I thought they did a great job uh, playing through the injuries last year. Um, you know, they weren't as good as they were the year before. That's obvious. But the, how could they be with all the injuries and the changes they had? in their line uh, from, you know, the previous year in 2020 to 2021. So I, I think they're, I feel good about the talent they have, and, and I think they're in a good position on the offensive line. But, um, you know, we'll see how it breaks down. I, I think the, the tough decisions are going to be made at receiver. I think you're going to have some tough decisions in, in, at linebacker on that defense and who you're able to keep and who you can't keep and that type of thing. And, and I think, you know, their priority, hey, if Rodgers is coming back, I don't think there's any question about Adams is coming back. No, I would. I would. 
completely agree with that. I would assume that they're going to franchise tag him today and try to work out some kind of a long-term deal if they haven't already, waiting for the Aaron Rodgers domino to fall. Hey, hey Wayne, before I let you go, we're talking with Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers. So, and also moving forward, if you had to go through another couple of areas in the draft, that they, they maybe I know that they're going to be good on pass rush this year, offensive linemen this year. There's some good wide receivers this year. Is there another area that you're going to really be concentrating on if you're the Packers? Yeah, I think you're going to get a wide receiver in the top. And my thought is in top three rounds of the draft, I think you're going to get a defensive lineman, depending on how the draft plays out, uh, fairly high in this draft. Um, you know, that type of thing. And and you might certainly, even if you get Douglas back and Jair is healthy, you need a third cornerback. And is Chandon Sullivan that guy? Um, that's the thing that they're going to have to make a decision on. And so, you know, you're looking at cornerback perhaps in this draft as well at some point. So I think those are the areas just off the top of the head, just, you know, having gotten through the uh, scouting combine, um, you know, I, I don't know if anything's been solidified in terms of what they feel their needs really are. But I do know this. I think those are some areas they're going to have to continue to replenish. And, you know, Bill, they're going to get an offensive lineman somewhere in the draft because mm-hmm. that's what uh, Ron Wolf, Ted Thompson, uh, drafting teams do, and, and that's what Brian Gutekunst is. Wayne, always a pleasure. Uh, enjoy. you got a few more daggers to throw out over the next four years, man. It should be good. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> good to talk to you, pal. We'll one, talk Bill. to you soon. Thanks, buddy. All right. There you go. Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, joining us on the hotline for a few minutes. And uh, for those that are just tuning in, waking up, Aaron Rodgers agrees to a four-year, $200 million deal with the Green Bay Packers. What does that equate to? At least according to Ian Rappaport, 53, $153 million guaranteed. That is $50 million a year. Bill, Matt Schneiderman has also said he is told that the deal reported has not been signed. Has not been signed. The athletic covering the Packers. Okay. Um, see if we can get Matt on the program. See if we can get him, get him to give us a call. Yep. We're, we're going to talk with uh, Mark Daniels from WNFL in Green Bay coming up here a little bit later on in the program. But, uh, by the way, David Bakhtiari tweeted out, I retweeted it, by the way, said, my gift is about to be as dope AF, and we all know what that means. Aaron Rodgers, please ask him for me, Pat McAfee and uh, A.J. Hawk. I'll be on my honeymoon and out of the country. Thanks in advance to all parties. Blessed and dinner for two. Hashtag. So uh, my assumption is he's saying, hey, Aaron, you got paid. Uh, My wedding present better be uh, dope AF. There you go. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Oh, by the way, and I just saw this. I got to bring this back up. Um, and I, there, there's an idiot out there. There's an idiot out there. And I'll, I'll explain when we come back. Hang in there. No, it's not you. It's not who you're thinking of. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.